songs. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. Hello. Today, I am joined by my guest co-host, Stephanie Escajeda. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, everyone. Hello, Betsy. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for being here. Happy to be back on the podcast. And we are joined by an actress. She does many things, but she is mar- Why did I say it like that? We I are- know. Keep going. <laughs> we are joined by an actress, Moretta Moss. Hello. Hello. Hi. So I, 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 yeah, I came here and makeup ready. You really did. I am so impressed. She looks. I came rosacea ready. (laughs) (laughs) Those rosy cheeks. I I just did an audition for a commercial where I had to wear workout wear. And so I'm just hoping that if I just continue to wear this workout wear, maybe my brain will be like, maybe we should work out tonight. We'll see. Oh. That never works for me. I'm like, I'm comfortable. Let's take a nap. Right? Oh, this <laughs> polyester. Oh, it's so soft. Uh, so I have three kids. They are all boys. I have a six-year-old, a nine-year-old, and an 11-year-old. I'm dying. Stephanie, what have you got? I have two girls. I have a 10-year-old, and I have an, as of yesterday, six-year-old. Hey, all right. Brand new spanking six-year-old. Oh, wow. Fresh, fresh out of the birthday yeah. oven. Yep. Don't put her in that oven. That's weird. Uh, Moretta, <laughs> what's your situation, your kid's situation, as I like to say? Oh, it, yeah. It will I, never catch I'm, up. I'm, <laughs> uh, that, it's, I like it, though. Uh, my kid's situation, because I can't say it, so I can't, can't keep does, going. Yeah, it's um, not going to catch up. I'm going to oh, throw a little spice in there because I am just a stepmom. I don't have biological kids of my own, but they are 10 and 6. Two boys. <gasps> yeah, right? Oh my yeah. god, twins. Except my Seems vagina's easy. ruined. <laughs> Moretta, I am so excited because we have had people on the show before who have uh bonus kids, but we have never had someone who is primarily a bonus parent. So a bonus parent? So this is very exciting and it's a first for our show. So I am doubly, triply excited that you are here. Um, how long have you been in their life? Like four years. So when you think of the six-year-old, like he does not know life with, like really remember life without me, which is a, like a weird thing to think of. And how often, uh, how much time do they spend at, at your place? So we have them half of the time. So 50% 50% of the time. Right. I mean, that's half. Yes. Yeah. And it's supposed to work that way. It doesn't always. Um, oh, but that yeah. is that is how it it goes. We, yeah. You know, oh, that's road bumps. That's fucking rad. Oh, ooh, my husband just came in and he brought me Starbucks. Oh, this is exciting. Um, so, uh, well, here, let, uh, Moretta, are you in Los Angeles? I'm not. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, <gasps> cool. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. I don't know. I just yeah. like peaches. They're good. I don't know. I've never been, but it always sounds cool. It sounds like, uh, I don't know. It's fantastic there. I want to go. Yeah. There's tons of industry. There's tons of voiceover. There's, yeah, yeah. movies and it, television. It's, it's a crazy, it, I mean, it's crazy, I like, to think of, because I still am, like, New York, L.A., but then, like, Atlanta. I mean, I grew up here 
basically, and then I went to LA for 10 years, and I've been back um, for over six. Mm. Um, but it still blows my mind. Oh, how wow. What's going on here? Did you meet your hubs there or out here? Oh, okay. So not to throw another thing in there, but I'm, I'm like, I'm just a partner. Not just a partner, but oh. like, I've kind of, Girl. there's a moment there. I'm going through a moment where I'm, I'm like bucking the patriarchy. Yeah. Have the... you seen him on the toilet? You are definitely like yeah. getting the brunt of it. So yeah, we're, we're there. So yeah, I'm, I met him in Atlanta. Um, Got it. On Bumble. Oh, oh, very nice. I know. Another thing I'm like just excited because I got into my union before um, dating apps were really a thing. And it's like one of those things you're like, ah, oh, oh, that sounds fun. Atlanta and Bumble and let's live life. Does that sound fun to you? I don't no. know. Yeah. I, I, Moretta's shaking her head. No. No, it's not good. Um, well, I mean, everything like works out. Atlanta, like happy. But I mean, LA is just like, it's still LA. And then Bumble like is just the, what you have to go through to get there. Oh um, yeah. Swiping. And it's not like you're learning people like, you're not experiencing people. You're just seeing a picture of them and then you're being like, yes or no in Los Angeles. That's horrifying. Yeah. That's called casting directors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, My jokes are all super soft today. Wait, like, so what did, no, Moretta. So what were you saying about bucking the, the patriarchy? Are you, you refer to your partner as a partner and not a husband. Is that what you were saying? Oh no! Just like like I might never get married because I feel like that is um, just like the institution of marriage. I'm I'm just I, it's something when I was growing up it was a goal. You know I was gonna I was gonna get married. I was gonna you know have the big wedding. And then I, when I met him, I was like, oh no, I don't I don't need it. I don't actually. It's not that's not the priority and then I, I think I've just become like more of like a raging feminist too along my journey yeah but um I, you know I it just doesn't it's it's not something that is important to me and I understand there are some things of like medical or whatever but I'm not, right I'm not there yet I yeah. would also it was never a goal for me like I never pictured my wedding I actually like sure. yeah I don't know if this is like pessimistic or whatever but I was like I don't think I'm capable. Who's going to love it? You know, I was all like down on myself. I was like, Ugh. Uh, and, and no. so weirdly, I think it became something that when it was a possibility, I was like, wow, maybe this is like validating that like I'm lovable or something. Well, so, you know, in a weird way, I grabbed onto it because I was like, who would have thunk, you know, like, uh, I, I can't think of a good analogy of something that would be that way. But, but now I'm like, oh yeah, I did get totally rused into um, the situation of <laughs> taking care of three people that aren't me, and I'm the last on my list. What is, what is that thing? That's a weird. That's we weird. Were, oh, and you got four. You're taking what? care of four people. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure Ari takes care of you, too. I know. Never. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Yesterday, like, my husband was grilling burgers at my daughter's six-year-old birthday, and he was like, I was like, oh, is that, did you get out both packs of cheese? Because I don't want one to get hot in the sun while we're not using it. And he was like, can you let me handle this one thing? And I was like, mm. I literally swiveled and I said, do you see everything else? I did all of that. 
So oh, maybe shit. this like one, maybe this one thing that I'm not in control of, I'm a little worried because I did literally everything else. So sorry. <laughs> like you did a great job, and I'm like, and the burgers seem nice. I just want to put the other pack of cheese away. <laughs> The last couple of years have been, uh, trying. So let's do a mental health check-in. How are you? Really? And what do you need right now? You know what could help? BetterHelp therapy. Therapy doesn't just have to be talking about your feelings or your messed up childhood. Therapy can help you get tools to help with motivation, depression, anxiety, stress, relationships, family stuff, whatever you need. We are all struggling right now. And you deserve to start feeling better and be happy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. When I tried it out, I was really impressed with how quick and easy it was to connect with a therapist who was right for me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about and see if it's for you, because you are your greatest asset. We gotta fill up our own cup before we can fill everyone else's so that there's enough of us to go around. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Why Mommy Drinks listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash drinks. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks. Oh, dude, here, let me tell you a little story of something that has broken me. Uh, it happened yesterday uh we (laughs) we had a plan it happened this morning an hour ago (laughs) yeah i'm literally i'm always like what am i gonna tell on this on the podcast i don't know i don't have a story and then yesterday always happens (laughs) and the kids Uh, wake up yeah the and then they are who they are and then i have a fucking story and i'm like right that's why i host this podcast so We had a plan that uh, we got tickets to a high school uh, production of Into the Woods. Yeah, we went to Into the Woods. Um, And uh, I thought this was going to be a great way to just have the kids be able to see theater in an audience where people are a little bit more accepting of children. and, And it would probably be good and for less money than to go to like a fancy production um and if it if it sucked or if they sucked uh we could just leave uh so we had i had this plan that we would go to get noah's bagels which is like a bagel place near us and uh we'd get noah's bagels and we'd go to a park eat our brunch and then go to this matinee show so we ended up sleeping in a little late and then we just all kind of took forever to motivate. And so by the time we were getting out of the house, uh, we didn't have time to go to the park. We were just going to get food, eat it in the car uh, and then and then go straight to the show. Fine. Um, so we so we get in the car Everyone's got their masks. We've we've we're we're talking about what we're gonna eat. Um, the so the way that our car is set up now since the pandemic, we got rid of our minivan and we only have a Prius. And so all three of the kids are crammed in the back seat. There is a car seat in the middle of the Prius, 
and then there are the two kids on either side. So they are they are just sardines back there, and they hate it. And uh, the oldest and the youngest were um, were kind of fighting and jostling, and then uh, and then that kind of escalated, and it you know and I, I can't even be specific about what it was because I don't even. <clears throat> I just don't even BA. fucking know. Yeah, they were just being... Backseat antics. B.A. <laughs> I love that Hitting it happens your so BA often. Back there. You yeah. got you to gotta shorten it. <laughs> yeah. So the B.A. was uh, happening. And it was enough that when we got to the restaurant, my husband usually just goes in and orders and then brings it out. Um, and But the nine-year-old was like, can I come with you? Because I don't want to be in, in here. Uh, and so he went with my husband and the other two uh, were in the back seat. And it just, they just started to really fight. Um, and, uh, and it got, <laughs> so at this point, they had fought and they had broken each other's masks somehow like they had masks on lanyards around their necks to to go to this play and they had both fucked with each other enough that their masks both broke um which is great too because my uh we are out of masks and they won't come for a few days and i don't know what we're gonna do uh so I was like, well, fucking hell. Okay, now now we got to go home. So while my husband is in the store with our nine-year-old getting the food, I'm like, let's just drive home the five minutes and, and get new masks because we have to because we don't have any other masks and we're not going to sit in a theater for like, an, you know, two hours breathing in everyone's COVID. So we, uh, we, we drive home. The whole way there, they are fighting. Um... They are screaming. They are swearing at each other. Mm. Um, uh, they both uh, drew blood. <gasps> yeah. They were like cats. They were like cats back there. So, so they're just like clawing at each other and hurting each other. And my 11-year-old is like, I'm, I'm uh, defending myself. But like... He's he's constantly trolling his brother. He's you know, uh, even if I'm like, please just ignore him or like look out the windows. Don't look at him. Like just just fucking like ice each other out. Just stop. They won't. And then the 11 year old always has to kind of snipe in there with some comment or just like make fun of his speech impediment or uh, it just oh they just would not fucking quit and so by the time we got to the house yeah uh so i was like well first of all you're all done with screens for the rest of the day obviously yeah and the 11 year old was like what but he hurt me and i was like i don't mm. um had to go in and get new masks and uh and yeah by the time we got back to my husband uh, and my nine-year-old, uh, we had to like get the first aid kit out and bandage oh everyone up, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, <clears throat> it was a uh, super cool. Uh, how was into the, the woods? How though? was the play? <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> the pl 
play was great. You know, we we stayed just for the first half of it, and then we left at intermission yeah, because they're probably they were bleeding uh, through their bandages because <laughs> they were bleeding. We like had to redress wounds. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly they were really well behaved for the first half of it and oh, yeah i'd never seen into the woods before but the first half when it ends it actually feels very complete and it feels like and it's a happy ending the end oh for sure and then yeah. you're like wait what the giants What's so happening? yeah apparently it gets really dark and crazy after that and we were like you know yeah. what how about we just end it here and it's on uh. a good note but also our our six year old the whole first half of it was like fucking over it, um, and uh, like really fast and was like this is long when will it be over? Oh. And he got to the point where he was like muttering things and the there was like this row of high school kids in front of us, and when he would say things they would all like break into laughter because he was like. Mm is it finally over? And they were all like, <laughs> uh, they thought it was hilarious that he hated this. Cause it was a really great production. Uh, there's no reason to hate I on it. I almost dragged my kids to it. So I really do want to hear about the quality of the production. Was it like worth it? Was it was great. It really? was great. The, cool. the kids were super talented. It was great costumes and ah. um the yeah there was one girl in there she was like ready for broadway man her voice was Whoa. gorgeous she That's played amazing. cinderella shout out to the girl who played cinderella Ooh, you're, you're love amazing. It. she sings the best songs well, yeah she, well in the second half she had an amazing <laughs> well even in the first <laughs> half she had, cannot guide you deep into the woods that one you know that one it, I don't really i'm not familiar with sondheim honestly uh, i'm not big oh. into musicals <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to start to, my eyes are going to, like, my theater kid in me is like, my eyes are rolling back in my head. But I'm cool. I'm cool. No, we're here. Moretta, are you a big <laughs> musical fan? I do love musicals, but, like, as far as Sondheim, I, like, someone gave me, like, DVDs of the plays. Like, I've never seen oh. Into the Woods in in um, in a theater. I've just yeah. seen the DVD, right. like, right. version, which it, it doesn't, you don't connect with it the same because it's... Right. Yeah. Did you see the James you know. Corden and the, and with, oh. uh, what's her name? Oh, my God. Anna Kendrick played Cinderella. Did you see that Ooh. Disney one? I did not Disney. see that one. No, that would be... That would be good for your, your kids after. That would be a good, like pop popcorn and make them watch the movie now betsy by yourself oh, oh. two hours maybe i'll just watch it so i can see Whoa. how the show ends <laughs> um steph oh my god tell us a story of something that's broken you please okay i'll tell you this story because i believe um it is somewhat universal right now to uh <laughs> that i'm um, between two stories i i have to tell one really quick which is that I, I, I did throw a birthday party for my daughter yesterday. It was that kind of windy day in Los Angeles where you feel like you could like maybe go to a police station and like open like an assault case against the wind on you. You're like, ah, like you're like, why are you haunting me and stabbing me and, and, and ruining my all my dreams? You know, it's like the wind is so uh, ever present. And so it was one of those days I had put a birdhouse in a tree just like as a decoration it was kind of cute and literally house finches has started to like put a, put 
use it, go through the little hole, and they were reusing little twigs and rings, and it's so and they jealous. Oh, yeah. isn't it cute? Guess what the wind did? Guess what the wind <gasps> no. did? Murdered the house them. down like a <gasps> big bad wolf. And frickin' mm. the thing cracked in half, and this perfect bird nest came out. And then I was this whole thing where I was like, oh my god, the birds, the birds, oh, what are we gonna, but I'm like throwing a birthday party, but I was like, oh, I think, I... but I thought it was so, like, could you, because people were like, that's okay, just put it back. I go, but if the bird saw it, if you were building a house, and you then saw it crumble to the ground in front of you, would you, like, go bring your children home to that place? It literally <laughs> dropped from the sky. Anyway. Oh. So I saw um, this morning these two little birds, like with like twigs in their mouth, kind of like hopping around the tree, kind of going like, "Oh, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like literally, like a complete mating season of work has been done in this house. What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? Like they were like looking for the thing. They were kind of doing that. They almost look like they're like um, glitches because they're like skipping around so like so with, fast. So fast. I was like, oh, sheesh. I should have fixed that damn house yesterday in the middle Aww. of a six-year-old's party. Anyways, no. so that's that's the, my quick, my one quick story about like don't get too attached to bird housing. Um, uh, but uh, yes, because it was literally when you hang a bird's house, this is like the dream come true, right? But so I was lucky enough as I was running up to this really marathon weekend of having a my first gathering on Sunday in person of a small amount of people, just really close friends and, and and old friends from like my childhood even, were who came to my six-year-old's party. Cause I was like, my mom passed away this year in November. So it's it's been a very short amount of time. And so mm -hmm. I was a little bit like, really COVID, grief, uh, I don't wanna throw a party. But then my daughter turned six the week after the COVID lockdown, I'm sorry, my daughter turned four the week after COVID lockdown happened. So she turned oh. four in a pandemic. She turned five in a heavy lockdown. So this six-year-old party to be able to show her she is loved and that people will gather for her birthday, it was very important to me, but I had totally. not the bandwidth entirely. Yeah. I mean, I, but... And so weirdly, I had people at my house because we have a pool and there's this ability to say, if your kids can swim, they can come. And then I don't have to think of anything but the food. And then there's the pool. Here's a pool. Mm -hmm. Have some food. Get out of here. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it was a, it, I didn't want to schlep everything to a park. Anyhow. So luckily on Friday... I had, um, my daughter had been also homesick with a fever all week. Ugh. And I was like, great, this is not going to happen. But also it ate into my prep time. You need like to run around to Party City and go to other places. So, yeah. so then she, on Friday, I was lucky enough to really have not had any auditions come in, really have like a full day where she was recovered back in school. I could oh, run around. Great. I literally cleaned my entire house, cleaned my backyard, like blew leaves out of the vents of the pool. Did I mean, I was just like on full blast Whoa. thinking about how do I make this cake? Uh, where am I going to hang right. all the decorations? I was just really like MacGyvering. But, and Among Us cake, I made, um, oh, 
by the way, if you ever have to do this, yeah, uh, you can get a sheet cake from Costco for twenty bucks, oh. and if you can cut out a shape of that cake, like you can redress a cake to look in the shape of something from a Costco cake. Okay, because it's, oh, okay, it's so, so big. <gasps> This is it, great because it, we have not had a mom hack in a long time. Mom hack. Mom hack. This is a mom hack. I don't want to give advice, but this is a mom hack. <laughs> so get a Costco hack. sheet cake. Costco sheet carve cake. Carve it into I, a shape. Yes. Redress it. Call it a fucking Re day. Exactly. That's exactly what I did. That is so, a great hack. I was full blast all day only thinking about my child and her birthday and her presents and her surprises and her gifts and her guests and, and, and all the details to, to mm -hmm. celebrate her. So she came home. She's been a little, she's five, as I said, and about to, you know, and then turned six, but has been a little bit uh, of a, and I find this around kids around their birthday are actually mm -hmm. the worst, like mm -hmm. leading oh. up Right before birthdays, they're really cool. And then right in the weekend or the week surrounding their birthday, they become something where you're like, what did I do wrong with my life? What happened here? So she's been get a yelling at me, saying, uh, get away. I'm not right. talking to you. The other thing that my kids love to do now is when I talk. I mean, I'm talking now with a friendly tone, but sometimes I'm like, hey, guys. They're like, what? Why are you yelling? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, oh, You've seen me yell because we had a pandemic and I definitely did that then. <laughs> so if you consider this yelling, you know, I could turn it up a notch and get there, but don't, don't take my first words of like, Hey, I, I need you to listen as me yelling. Cause yeah, as I've said before, I think I, even on this podcast, we have kids now that they've taken away all manner of discipline that, um, I mean, my 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 dad no my husband my husband and i are constantly being like <laughs> our kids will do something like try to roundhouse kick our face or something and we go nope that's not acceptable and they'll be like stop yelling at me and we're like oh my god i would have been the the, the discipline banished. banished my mom would have yeah. given me a look or i would have been punished severely or and and you know god Same. forbid i really didn't get hit much as a kid but did it ever happen where i was like swapped on the butt or or oh, something yeah. yeah we had that spankings. definitely happened so yeah oh and i have i had a fear of my parents and I, and their retribution and what they could do to my life and my kids have none of that so same for me to just sternly say no and they go stop crushing my dreams you're like oh, <laughs> dessert what are you talking about anyway my dream so, of roundhouse kicking you in the face oh gosh right and so she uh came home and i was so excited to see her because of course i've been thinking about her and her surprises all day and she goes where is it? And I was like, where's what, honey? Give a hug. Ooh, no. And she shoved me out of the way. She's like, where is it? Where's the prize that the leprechaun left me? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, I made a leprechaun trap at school and a leprechaun's supposed to leave me a present or gold coins. And so where is it? She ran around the house looking for a leprechaun gift and i went uh, uh, i was so i was at peak like nope uh, and so i was uh, like who 
told you this? I'm sorry. Who told you there would be a gift? And she went, stop yelling at me. Get away. And then had like a massive freak out where she was like, you're yelling at me. You're freaking out. And I was like, I am not. I just want to know who told you that a tiny wealth hoarding white man is supposed to leave you a gift in my house where I've been <laughs> literally cleaning all day for your fucking birthday. And I was just, I, I didn't, I didn't lose it, but that's what my mind was saying. Oh yeah. But, and also tell me who said that because I'm going to hunt them. No, down. that's what I said. I was like, tell me who said this. And because if your teacher made that leprechaun thing in class, like they should have sent a note home. Oh, but <laughs> yeah. also, again, don't do anything that makes it like, okay, we just had Valentine's day. Yeah. Makes Not a new like obligation. A month ago. And by the way, Valentine's day is the new Halloween. They come home yeah. with a bag of fucking candy. And you're like, remember when you yeah. got like a literally a less than a postcard size piece of paper with like yeah. elf on it saying like, I'm alien to this, but do you like me? Or, you know, you yes. get maybe like a dusty like can of, you know, hearts that said like, choose me or something, but yes. not like everything. Or then, but th this, so this is, this is what I'm here to say. Um, because we have a platform, this is podcasting. I don't know how many moms are listening, but shut this shit down. Shut this leprechaun mm. shit down I, for the love of God. I don't care. And here's who I blame. I blame TikTok, Instagram, mm -hmm. mom bloggers. There are some of you out there. God bless you. I'm so glad you're getting paid for your content, but do not create content that creates more work for moms that do not get paid for content because you do it and you're like, wouldn't this be fun if you got a little leprechaun, like get a tiny cauldron, put, make a rainbow out of streamers and then put gold coins that maybe you save from the Hanukkah. Maybe you don't, but then go buy them. That's a trip to the store. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> and then you tell them, then you do it on your blog. Then somebody's like, that sounds fun. I have time. Then they put their success yeah, on Instagram. It's, it's elf then it's on like, a shelf. Like, oh shit. Oh shit. Yes, Elf on a Shelf is divorceable like material. Like if my husband, no, think yeah. he's Jewish, it's like I, I, one thing. Elf on is a Shelf that, is the fucking worst. It, it's a uh, scar, score, scourge. Yes. It's another <laughs> damn leprechaun type person. It's yeah, when I heard about this leprechaun of, trap thing, I was like, oh my god, it is the fucking Elf on the Shelf of of St. Patrick's Day, and I will not. Also, no. I'm, I'm, now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna get. I. I don't. I know this is not a political show, but I'm not gonna get political. But I will say this: like, okay. if you've not sensed like a, a big 2020 summer revolution of like, get awake, please, white people. Like, why are we making such a big deal of St. Patrick's Day again? We are on the heels of Black History Month, and you guys are still not getting that right. Now we're trapping like little tiny, like I said, white men, like for. Why? And then green, and you're going to pinch me? You're going to, what are you, the wind? You're going to assault me with your pinching? I don't own green. It doesn't look good on me. And I'm not there with this. And also, I yeah. am a quarter Irish, and I still don't believe in making yet another holiday. Like, I was joking. I was like, 
by the way, if you keep doing this where mom bloggers keep creating content, it's going to be like, what, on Arbor Day, you have to plant a loving mother tree. And if you don't get to the nursery before everyone else, you're not going to be able to get your Arbor Tree sapling that your kids are going to expect to grow in your, like, forest of love. And by the way, it's not organic. You don't really love your kids. So, like, make sure it's an organic sapling. I mean, I'm just like, stop making things for me to do. But it really had come on the heels of me nonstop thinking about her that day and her happiness Mm -hmm. and to have her get desperately disappointed in something. I wasn't even aware was my job. I, I, I didn't flow off. I didn't fly off the handle. I was actually very calm when she was yelling at me, but then when she (laughs) calmed down, I could not, I was like in my brain, I was like, so, 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 so you think a leopard, like you need coins, you need more chocolate right now. I was (laughs) such a jerk i was like you know what i go i go haven't i done enough haven't i done enough for you i was like <laughs> so like my five-year-old might i remind you my mother died this year can i just have a break please? and she's no. like driving her to soccer oh, no. being like ah, ah. yeah oh my god it was bad anyways that's what broke i literally i did oh. get broken it didn't happen in the moment but like i i am just begging all of you like Please, when you when you celebrate your wins of doing something freaking spectacular and you take pictures for Instagram, please tell everyone this is absolutely not expected of moms. Your tone <laughs> should be, can you believe I pulled this off? I will never do this again. Please do not, please do not try this at home. Can you do that tone as opposed to like, my kids are so happy. I wish yours were. I'm just a good mom. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Figure it out if you want to. I mean, I don't know. It's just something that kind of fell out of my ass. Look, I got a Costco sheet cake and I cut it, and I made an amazing-looking crew member from Among Us. It. it. Oh, was, oh, oh! It's a okay, crew member. I cut it. It's a, yeah. And I redressed it, and I did a great job. But my God, if I take a picture and I put it on Instagram, I'm gonna be like, I have no idea how I pulled this off, and absolutely <laughs> do not try this. And also, though, if you want, I will give you step by step how to do this. But also, guys, if you just just serve the sheet cake if you need to, okay? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm How did a little, the party yeah. go, Stephanie? The party was great, and it was really happy. And I always stress out, but nice. I remembered saying, I remember that. Um, truthfully, people have not been invited into other people's homes that much, and yeah. so. I knew I was going to get a lot of grace from the fact that people were like, "Oh, this is so nice to be at a party in person." in someone's home because we just don't do that anymore. And so, um, so it went well. And I, of course, like have a thousand ideas for how I could have made it better because that's, you know, I have a thousand ideas per second. apparently. (laughs) 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 Oh guys, thanks for letting me vent like the wind. Yeah. Let it out. Yeah. Oh, sounds like you, I, I, I can just see, like, even having parties is such a relief for the, the other parents because it's like, oh, great. Now, like, my kid is occupied for, like, something, like, community and, like, yeah. for, like, a couple hours. Like, it is it is really lovely to do. Well, yeah. And, and a pool party is a little bit tough. I did try to hire my nephew who's, like, an actual professional lifeguard, but he's nice. out of town. But uh. I really didn't invite um, – that was one like that I, I didn't feel bad. It was the first time I didn't feel bad about having a very small invite list because I was like, I'm um, 
I, I just, your kid needs to be able to swim. I, I yeah. everyone's going to have eyes on their kid, but also like, I'm not invited. There was even like a girl that I was like, I love her. She's great. She's six. She has a four-year-old sister. They're not coming. Um, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I don't want a four-year-old like floundering in my pool. I just can't handle the anxiety. No, you don't want that. You didn't want someone dying. No, I know, but the responsible thing is just hire a lifeguard. No, I know, but um, I anyways, I'm. I know it's what's odd too because I'm a little bit like you were maiden voyage for um, literally for your wedding, uh, (laughs) being the pioneers amongst your friends. I'm a little bit pioneer in like double parent death. Like both my parents have died within the last three years so it's like and and i'm i realize you know now i'm gonna have now i'm just gonna have to watch everybody go through what i went through and then be like oh see this is the um this is the kind of support i could have used but you didn't know that's okay oh (laughs) yeah you know people don't i'm not saying that no people have been very supportive when they can but it's like one of those things where you're like you don't realize that this is the hugest feet would I have wanted my mom of course to be at my six-year-old's birthday and the seven-year-old and eight-year-old like I want my mom around all the time but it's just very hard to like pull off a very mom event without your mom sorry that makes sense yeah so like the morning it, it you have like the intense morning but like those events those milestones that happen like yeah bring, it's the the constant. bring it into focus yeah yeah but well, Moretta, can you yeah. can you share a story, please, of a of a time that that parenthood has broken? broken you? Yeah, yeah. I've you? I've got I'm 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 brimming like just from like the the, the brokenness of oh. um being being a, like a stepmom. I feel like it's a special um, yeah cute type of like uh, brokenness that <clears throat> that sometimes you feel like you don't get the right to feel because. Yeah, you right. are not like the primary mom. Um, yeah, yeah I, I've got I've got so many. I mean, the one that keeps coming up is because it kind of reminds me of yesterday. Um, but this is like a more uh, like the big umbrella of it. We took a an RV trip over fall break, and um, so we were in like an RV that I think could sleep six. Like there was like a little bed in the back, and then above the. Um, like the driver's seat is where the boys slept. Um, oh gosh, there was, and, and, um, it was, it was like really fun. Like we, like, uh, my partner and I took it, we like realized we love RVing. I don't know. It just, oh yeah, like, no, it's thing. a real, they made a yeah. movie about it this year. It's good stuff. Or I guess that was last Wait, year. Wait, what movie? I missed, I no missed. Bad land. Am I st- Nomad land. I mean, right. that's not really. I did not watch good. it. I'm so, yeah, different, but. It's <laughs> not the trip you took. You didn't work for Amazon, <laughs> no. did you? No. Okay. No. Did, did you um, and so, in the back? No, it's fine. So close, though. So close. Yeah. Um, that your kids did. We, oh, they, if they could, they did. Well, I'll tell you that. Like, um, one of them was brushing their teeth, um, you know, getting ready for bed. And the sink is outside the bathroom in like the main area and then he was like going into the bathroom and I said no no like finish brushing your teeth he's like I want to pee and brush at the same time and I was like no we're not doing that just like just finish brushing your teeth I I said that's unsanitary um my uh partner like because this became like a thing because after the RV trip where we had a great time uh he gets um 
like either a text or a phone call where Moretta told um, the 10 year old that he was unintelligible because what? I wouldn't let him um, because like brush his teeth and pee at the same time. And I'm like, what is Wait, this? Wait, what? Like I, She's like from the mom. So I, the from her partner, like, yeah, ex. I'm not sure how it got translated uh, into that. But then I get like being like, hey, did you tell the 10 year old that he's unintelligible? And I was like, what are you talking about? Unintelligible? I know. I, like, I, I'm sanitary. I can see oh. like that. But like, it's not like. No. I, but even, I mean, <laughs> that is the feeling that I guess I gave him. So I have to own this like sort of responsibility, but also like, I still don't want you brushing your teeth in Ugh. while you're peeing. Like, no. but, but then my, my partner was like, like, didn't he like was supportive, but he also has confessed to peeing and brushing his teeth at the same time. So, um, I think it is something that is like, it's a, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it's, I think it's gross. If you, I mean, I understand you can just like hold it in there while you zip up, like, but like, let's just not. Yeah, right. why? Do just that. slow it down. <clears throat> slow. Where are you? Where are you in a hurry to go to? You to do them separate. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't be oh touching God. a toilet when you're when you're brushing your teeth. Yeah, and especially a dude. I imagine it sprays more. You know, it's just like open air. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. that's a really to lower good the seat point. When you flush. Yeah. Ooh. So. That kind of, those things happen actually now quite a, quite a bit where like something that I just think is like normal, um, either parenting or just talking and it's like, did you um, like say like they emptied the dishwasher unacceptably? I'm like, yeah. no, I just, just told them like, <laughs> I see y'all are having fun, but this isn't okay. You can't stack glass on top yeah. of glass on top of glass that doesn't match. Right. Not, like, and I, and I, you can't brush your teeth. No, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you no, tell them really that they can even... never touch a glass? So they're not yeah. supposed to use the bathroom in your house? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Right. Because if yeah. you're not the step parent, you don't have to fucking, you're, no one's quizzing you. No yes. one's going to be, you don't have to be accountable for shit that you said. Right. But instead, you have to fucking, be like on your toes remembering what you said and ha oh. having to speak to yeah, it. that it, sucks it does it does it's a special kind of suck and i now am like hey i just don't want to hear these like because it is making me like anything your ex wife you out. like it's just it yeah and i don't want to be part of this like i don't want to get Defensive of being like, well, that's not what I said. This is right. like, I don't want to be on guard or defensive. Right. I just want to be, and I want to like whether, yeah, it's so weird. I think that's it super is... fair of you to not want to be dealt into. That's between your partner and his ex. And I feel like unless they're in danger somehow, unless they, she's like, my children are being abused. Like, unless that. Like, the fucking deal you, know, you out. That's right? one of the downsides of divorce, it seems like, would be, or, you know, being step-parenting is that you are, that that the person doesn't automatically assume you have the best, the best intentions. intentions. Yeah. And, right. and I, I would hope that there would be, a, you know, great co-parenting situations where they're like, I trust that mom, I trust that dad. But if there's right. any acrimony, 
that 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 occurred or anything it would be like i don't like this person i don't trust this person as a person and now they're taking care of my kids even though they're also their kids and then they have this other person i mean all these layers the the upside of divorce though is definitely the downtime from the kids (laughs) yeah we've considered getting like yes we've considered getting like a small apartment somewhere else in like a european style being like i'll just be there for a few days oh yeah when miri whitehill was on the show she was talking about that and i was like that sounds amazing yeah just a little i don't know how people do it full time like because i am exhausted like yeah like no it is I also will say, and I don't, I mean, not to, uh, st- I, I don't, I can't assume to know your kids at all, uh, right? The 10 year old and the six year old, but those ages and you have them, t- we all, oh my God, we all have like a 10 year old and a six year old. Yeah, yeah. I have a six year old uh, and about I have a about nine year old and 11 year old. So you, you split, I, know. I mean, no, yeah, right in the middle, together. right. <laughs> but 10 is a huge hormonal switch for girls and I believe boys. And then um, five is also a huge leaping kind of year into six. It's a very big growth year. They learn to read, write. I mean, there's so much that happens. I have Mm -hmm. found this particular year, not a great one to be coming out of a pandemic having these ages, but being that they are the most the the most wonderful but also the most challenging together because they're both having so much change mm-hmm. at the same time like if i had a five-year-old and a seven-year-old it would be different i would have just kind of a you know but but i have one kid that is new to school learning about school um oh my god i'm reading and then i have another kid that's like i gotta find a new school i gotta leave all my friends I right because she has to leave and go to a middle school Right. Uh, it's just a very big, like, weird leap. And I say this because I know there's a lot of people that listen with different age kids all over the map. But it's um, anytime you hear somebody talk about an age, you go, oh, I'll think about it when I get there. But really, it comes so quickly. And then all of a sudden, you're like, <laughs> like, uh, like they're, uh, by the way, next door to my, my party, and we can see into their backyard. My neighbors have this gathering of all the neighborhood kids, but they never invite my kids because they're, they invite only like the two-year-olds. Like there's a bunch oh. of two-year-olds uh. on the street, two-year-olds and three-year-olds. And I think they look at my kids like they're big kids and they just don't matter. And I look at my Oh, they probably think they're big kids and they think they would be well, bored yeah, with all course, those little kids. Of course, not, not that they don't matter, but I, I that was a mis, misspeaking. But I would say that my five-year-old could absolutely play and I I she was just there. She was like just that age and you see that mm. they think, "Oh my god, she's practically in college now." And you're like, <laughs> "I swear you'll blink and you'll be here and you'll be like watching some other gathering of 3-year-olds and be like, "No, we could come though. It's they're old. Mm. They they're not too old to play with you." I mean, it's my 10-year-old would definitely push three-year-olds to get to an ipad though so i i wouldn't bring her but (laughs) moretta i i want so much to take my family on an rv trip that sounds amazing to me we're we're planning on going east coast and i I keep thinking like instead of flying i wish that we could just drive out there yeah we didn't go too far so we went to like the the south carolina coast so it was like six hour mm. drive i mean because i because we had like one of those rvs you 
drive like like the it's like the whole right i don't know like not a truck is part of it yeah Yeah. and i i mean i just i remember like holding on to that like steering wheel so tight like my like neck hurt the next day because i was just like gripping it because it's just it's a big machine it's it's literally could be a house we did we did like a cruise america thing also the other thing is like u-haul moving trucks and uh and, and RVs, it's like, who let me drive this thing? Like, it's too much to be responsible for. No, no test. They like just a special license. Yeah, you anything? get like another oh. class of license. Wow. No, there's no, you can just take it. Yeah. I think there's like different sizes, but I think you can, I mean, there's some that are huge that you could still just roll off. Betsy, yeah. you know what you should do that's an equivalent drive from LA would be to go to Southern Utah to the parks like Bryce Canyon, Zion, all that. Like you in six hours, you get to like God's country. And if you had an RV, oh my God, it's so gorge. I dream of having an RV. But Ram, yeah, I mean, the peeing, yeah, in the, like, yeah, well, don't brush peeing your teeth in, in the bathroom, right. not when you're brushing your teeth, but like at a, um, you know, at a, like a gas station, like you don't have to use the gas stations. You just have your own private bath all the time, yeah. which is very lovely. Plus, and showering like when you're you camping, to, I like. You don't have to set up a whole fucking tent and stuff. Also, like yeah. the KOA or it's different situations when you get to those kind of camps, people are so friendly because they know you're all self-contained. It's like everyone's doing this thing and you 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 become a tiny neighborhood. So if you're like did you experience that when you like parked at a KOA campground or something? No. We did like state parks oh. and we tr- like no, not really. I ah. mean, it, I mean everyone was like there was a definitely a sense of community, but I'm yeah. not one that's like hey neighbor. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Hey. Oh, I am. I'm all we like <laughs> hey, I'm part of that <laughs> that camper life. <laughs> oh, I, I was so like, hi, where are you from? I'm from here. You want a sticker? I made things. Do you want to borrow a cup of sugar? Like, I just. I'm looking out the blinds. I'm like, is Stephanie out there? I, I don't want to talk right now. You know, that's that's literally how all my neighbors feel. <laughs> I mean, they. I just said they threw a party next door and did not invite me. Oh, no. I blame the 10 year old. Moretta. Uh, <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? I want to. I know we got a little like off oh, track. Yeah. I want to no, make sure flies. that you got to tell your story. I mean, that was just one of the stories. I think you mentioned like running someone over for an iPad at the end of that trip, which was very lovely. We were doing like one last bike ride, like on the on like the beach island um, before we went home, and uh, the kids knew that they would get their devices back on the way home. So, like, there was no devices during the camping. They had the devices there and back. And, um, boy, uh, they, uh, like, getting them to get on a bike because they knew it was going home day and they could touch that sweet, sweet iPad. Um, yeah. Like, you, they, I was like, hey, if you actually just do the bike ride and move along, like, we, you would be, like, in the RV sooner than you, like, throwing a tantrum because you don't want to do this. You just want to go home. So you can get your iPad. That's crushing too when you like plan and like have a really great time. And then like just that suck of device. Like that is something that that breaks me too a lot. Because like they will, uh, they'll just like be mean because they want their devices. They're crackheads. They they, they can't help it. They are addicts. 
Mm-hmm. You're making me think, because I wonder if this is a new thing for parenting that, that because my parents never had to deal with that. There wasn't anything like we didn't have a computer. We had compu- a computer and we had a Nintendo. The TV was like the Atari closest thing, or- right? I guess it would have been the TV, but they, but if they brought me someplace, there was a sense of wonder that I did have that my kids just seem to not have. Like they just, and it's, so it's almost difficult to, to want to plan to bring them places because the reward is not always there. Um, Right. I don't know, but. No, I know what you mean. Cause they're constantly entertained. They have the world uh-huh. at their fingertips. They can see anything at any point virtually. Well, this, so, this yeah. Well, this, this is another, um, again, I don't want to like tangent too much cause I know that we're running out of time, but I do want to say that, that, um, somebody was talking about like, cause healthy eating and healthy eating and body image is like, there's no good food. There's no bad food. And you don't really like restrict and there's no diet talk. And I love all of that, except that my, again, on a day like a birthday, my daughters were having just the cake I cut off. They had that in the morning and then they were eating cake. And then they were like, can I have a lollipop? And at night, the 10 year old's like, "Uh, I know you're probably going to say no, but can I have dessert? And I was like, what? Dessert of, wait, what? Like, I don't know if you've even eaten anything, but I think you've housed like 10 Capri Suns that were meant for death. And we had a very then, similar experience yesterday. No, yes. and then you're like, what do you mean dessert? Oh, well, I know you're going to say no because it's probably too late. It's like, no, it's not because it's, it's too late. It's because like, you, sh- I don't, I don't want you to become pre-diabetic. Like, is that yeah. a bad it's hard to make boundaries with food, but then but, not give them the things, fucked up food things that we all. But again, grew up I bl- with. I blame this discipline. The, the again, I I don't blame because I don't want there to be this backlash where it's like now everyone's hitting their kids. Like that's a good thing, you know? Because why not? What? Like whatever. Well, because whenever there's a swing one way, the swing oh, comes back. Yeah. And so I don't want the disciplinary swing to go to overcorrect. But I do say right. like. You can't keep saying like, just hold their gaze and tell them that their emotions are amazing and then let them have no boundaries, but also make sure that they don't die. And you're like, all of those things aren't possible kind of. And and I end up yeah. screaming my head off and, and losing their trust as a safe space because they, I've been so permissive that in times when it really matters, they're not listening to me. Dude, I yeah, I feel that. I totally feel that. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I'm, I, because it's like, you're trying to be the best parent and, and do it instinctually with a like past of trauma parenting that you got of being like over screamed at, but also then you didn't have the absolute reward of like the iPad, the iPad and looking up anything you wanted. Like we, I, I don't know. I just feel like we were told to like, yeah go outside and wander around more. Yeah. And then if we let them do that, well, somebody's calling the cops and being like, why is there a 10 year old on the street? And you'll be like, cause I don't want them on their iPad. Oh, that's correct, ma'am. But you have to have them inside the house looking towards the iPad, but not at it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's this sort of cultural and, and 
peer pressure of of the kind of parenting you were just saying just hold their gaze and tell them that their feelings are valid yeah it's it's a real mind fuck and then you're like it's a minefield and right. a mind fuck but my daughter is neurodivergent and she doesn't literally like i could call her name 30 times and when I scream it. She all of a sudden is like back, back with me and going, why are you screaming at me? And I'm like, I've been here the whole time. I did it nice. I did it slow. I did it. I did it loud. I did it stern. Then I screamed it. And then you listened. And now Mm -hmm. you think I just am constantly a rage monster. But uh, anyways. (laughs) Well, Maretta, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, thanks for having any... me. Oh my gosh, it was a uh, it was such a treat to have someone on who uh, who is coming uh, at parenthood from a different angle, and uh, I really appreciate you coming on and talking with us. And you're doing yeah. a great job. I'm not though. I'm, oh, I'm um, none of us like, are. I, no, <laughs> I, I I've just settled into like I was like okay, if I'm the evil stepmom. Like, oh, okay. I know. I mean, I tried to fight it. I tried to like, but it just, I'm, that's my, I understand why it's a trope because, you know. As someone it, who has a stepmom, I, yeah. and now as a mom, I see what a tough position she was in. Huh. I mean, it's, it's kind of your, it's a really hard place to be. I don't want to play like victim, but like, no. but it is just something that like you, I think not having a bio, like a, another of like birthed child to like kind of cement me in the, like in this family dynamic right. or, or getting that like unconditional love from another being like I, I, this love is not, it's like very volatile. Like you gotta, but, you gotta. To be fair, I birthed mine and one gives me unconditional and the other's like, hmm. Can I have my iPad first? Okay. I'll give you a hug. Okay. <laughs> that makes me yeah. feel better. Can I have second dessert? And then maybe you'll Maretta, get a look. Please tell everybody where can they find you? What what can they uh what where can they see your work? Yeah, so um at Moretta Moss uh and on Instagram and Twitter, you know, social media fatigue, but I'm there. You know, I I pop in and I I, I uh I do what I can. And also like I have a pair a podcast that I'm like still teetering with um called counter parenting podcast and it's about like being a step parent um so you can go to like find that wherever you get your podcast it's it's a work in progress yeah i mean you get hats off to you for like hundreds of episodes like thank you my gosh Mm. it's a lot of work (laughs) it is a lot of work yeah we've been we've been going uh how many is it now i think we're over 270 episodes at this point and, I came uh, on first when Molly was nine months old, and she's turned oh, six. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, you're you are a pioneer in so many things. Yeah. Oh me. Thank no, you again. Yeah. No, well, he was well. Everyone. Yeah. For recognizing that I am a pioneer. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Uh, Steph, is there uh, is there anywhere that people can find you and see your work? Uh, I would say, um, well, if you watch Hulu Animaniacs, I do play the um, CEO of the WB, uh, wow. so I play the CEO of Warner Brothers on on the on the new refresh of Animaniacs. So there's three seasons out there. You can find me. That's awesome. Um, yes. And uh, yes. And um, 
VO wise too, uh, there's a new Beavis and Butthead coming out, and I play their guidance counselor. So, oh my god, that is super exciting! Oh my god, I play somebody who's in control and somebody who gives advice well, and neither of those things are in my actual life. I just play them on TV. That's what makes you an actress. Oh yeah channel more well-meaning women than me (laughs) if you like why mommy drinks and you want to support the show please go to apple podcasts rate us five stars and leave us a glowing review check out our sponsors and the why mommy drinks patreon follow and like why mommy drinks on instagram twitter and facebook join our facebook group also i want to hear what broke you so email me your shit shows or leave a message on our hotline. Uh, copy with your shit show. 424 Copy with your shit show. 424 And all of this information is in the written description of this episode. Well, Steph, you are doing a great job. Oh, I, I mean, thanks. Beth. I hope you know that. And you really you are. are doing an amazing job. And Moretta. Moretta, you are doing it. a great job. You You're are doing, doing a great job. job. Just I hope yeah. you take that in. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, maybe. No. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm guessing when <laughs> you have bonus oh, yes. kids, you're, you're probably not hearing that as much as you should be. So I, I, hope, yeah. I hope you put that in your pocket. Well, thank you. Um, well, thanks everybody for doing the show today, and thank you, listener, for for listening. Uh, look, dear friends, um, if you find yourself uh, moderating a cat fight in the back seat of your car, <laughs> or uh, if you <laughs> find yourself um, <laughs> wondering where your leprechaun treat is <laughs> or if you find yourself wondering how the hell your words got super twisted around when you just wanted someone to be sanitary while they brush their teeth just know that you are doing a great job my mommy drinks Whether your kids are back in the classroom wearing masks or permanently logged into Zoom school, this is a back-to-school season unlike any other. So what can you do to make it better? How can you help your screen-obsessed kids form a productive relationship with technology? How do you make sure that your growing teens are having healthy conversations about dating and sex? And finally, as a high school senior, how do you handle the anxiety that comes with trying to prepare for an incredibly uncertain future? How To with Charles Duhigg is answering these questions and more in a special three-part series, Cheat Sheet, featuring frank conversations with parents and students and expert tips from digital media expert Devorah Heitner, journalist Peggy Orenstein, and sociologist Eve Ewing. These episodes are sure to help you make the most of this school year. And like everything these days, the advice may not always be what you expect. So do your homework and listen to How To from Slate, wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.